Well, hi, everyone. Welcome back to a new season of Coping. Yes, today we're pausing our series on rest to have a special Thanksgiving podcast. Yes, we hope that you all are enjoying your Thanksgiving week, if that's when you're listening to this episode. Uh, We wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. What's your favorite part of Thanksgiving? Ah, good question. I... Okay, so this is going to surprise you a little bit. I, My favorite part about Thanksgiving is how much food is made and that it gets spread out over many more meals after the holiday itself, which you know me really well. It's strange because I don't actually like leftovers other t- times of the year. It's really only Thanksgiving that I enjoy uh, having the same food multiple days after uh, the big feast. And I'm the opposite. I love leftovers and I love spreading out all my meals. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited to talk about Thanksgiving, leftovers, pumpkin pie. I'm getting hungry already. Yes. Let's get started. So this week we celebrate Thanksgiving. And I know it's one of your favorite holidays. Why do you love Thanksgiving so much? Tell me about it. Yes, I think I love Thanksgiving. Of course, it's always about the food. I'm a foodie. But I think the deeper Mm -hmm. celebrations of gathering around tables, uh, Mm -hmm. it is a holiday celebrated by most everyone. I like the inclusive nature of the holiday. And I love the focus on gratitude, celebration, Thanksgiving, and the gifts of this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I know also that uh, your birthday, especially this year, falls really close to Thanksgiving. And so in our household, it's a really uh, fun time of year where we get to do a lot of celebrations for you and then uh, lead us right into a Thanksgiving holiday meal and, uh, you know, time Mm -hmm. with family. And so let's revisit this concept of the leftovers that we discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Talk to me a little about that. What, what, What is this Thanksgiving leftover theory that you have? You know, when I think about Thanksgiving and gathering with friends and family um, and food being the centerpiece of that, the thing that gathers us together. And I love that idea that we have one big elaborate feast with friends and family for fellowship Um, But what we take with us is not just the food in a carryout to go bag, Mm -hmm. but we take with us those memories, that shared uh, time together, and then it rolls itself into the rest of the weekend, um, into the rest of the end of the year. And uh, it's just, I think, a great opportunity for us to um, remember that giving thanks doesn't have to be just one time a year, that Mm -hmm. we should have a practice of giving thanks. Yeah, I really love this. Um, one of my favorite mm. authors, Anne Voskamp, says that our goal is to turn our Thanksgiving into thanks living. Mm. And we have done one of our previous yep. podcasts on this. And we had a guest, uh, Anne Leisha, right. who told us her mm-hmm. story about that. But I think today's podcast, mm. we want to give some practices that will help turn this mm-hmm. Thanksgiving into thanks living. The first is celebration. How do you Mm. use celebration as a spiritual practice? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Celebration is a big one. So let's start with the definition. Oxford Dictionary tells us that celebration is the action of marking one's pleasure at important events 
or occasions by engaging in enjoyable and typically social activities. And so we all do this in really natural ways, right? We have our birthdays and anniversaries and, you know, the holidays. It's on our minds. It's on our calendars. We, we gather and we celebrate these things. But I think perhaps this year, um, uh, more than most, uh, the, the practice of celebrating in the midst, in the midst of so much chaos in the world, so much upheaval in our personal lives, Celebration may not feel like a natural thing. It may not, may not be our natural inclination mm-hmm. this year. And so uh, what I want to call to mind uh, is another type of celebration, another type of Thanksgiving in the midst of so much chaos. And I'm reminded of uh, a quote from a dear friend of mine, Father Mark, who always uh, likes to say, it's always important to balance the bitter with the sweet. And what he means by that is mm-hmm. to... Uh, remember the sweetness of life when life feels especially bitter. And the best way to do that is with a piece of cake, a piece of pie, a little bit of ice cream or some candy, something just to savor and to enjoy in the midst of very unenjoyable uh, times in our lives. And so I think maybe this Thanksgiving um, is where we take time to balance all the bitter in the world with a little bit of sweetness. And that's the food that's on the table, the friends and, uh, that sit around the table with us, and the fellowship that we get to share. Yeah, that's such a wonderful um, practice and idea. Uh, speaking from my recent celebration experience of this past week, which was my birthday, mm-hmm. it was a great pause in the midst of a very chaotic yeah and difficult month, I would say, Mm -hmm. uh, to focus on joy and gratitude. Mm. And it was uplifting. It didn't seem natural. It didn't seem like, oh, let's stop and celebrate. But we did anyway, and we were all better as a result. Mm -hmm. I love Adele Calhoun in her book, Spiritual Disciplines Handbook. She speaks of celebration as one of those disciplines, and she says, When we're able to set our hearts on this joy, it reminds us that we can choose Mm. how we respond to any particular moment. When we can set our hearts on joy, that will remind us that we can choose Mm -hmm. how we can respond to any particular moment. That's right. If we can choose to celebrate in the midst of chaos, that also teaches us how to respond in times of crisis. So we have this practice of celebration, and we know the importance of celebrating daily and weekly and monthly, as we just talked about. What is another practice that we can do to extend Thanksgiving to every day of the year? Sure. The next one we want to discuss is the practice of reflection. Mm. So we just talked about celebration, Mm -hmm. and that is a pause. Reflection is also a pause, but it's the intentional practice of pausing to remember. We are doing the looking back in order to figure out how to move forward. Mm. And this can take the form of written, where we're doing like journaling, Mm -hmm. um, that sort of thing, or it can be oral where people are, even like if you think about reflection happens in memorial services. Where we're doing a reflection back. Mm-hmm. Um, telling stories. Telling stories. Yeah. Correct. Right. You and I do a year-end review mm-hmm. with our family mm-hmm. where yeah. we actually look back. Yeah. 
Yeah, so we've developed this uh, booklet. It's called Year in Review uh, that we do every year. And as the kids have gotten older, we've included them in this. And it's kind of a fun uh, ritual that we do in our family. But basically, there's these questions that we um, look back on the year and talk about and write the answers down. And some of the questions that come to mind are like, um, your biggest accomplishment this last year, uh, best uh, new purchase, um, you know. Favorite movie. Favorite movie. Best vacation. Best vacation, yeah. Best new hotel, best new restaurant, things like that. Hardest challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's uh, a lot of really good questions to reflect on and to uh, remember and I, I'm always surprised at the end of the year, the amount of things that we did. The year, year, year goes mm-hmm. by so fast. And I think mm-hmm. I uh, have developed the practice of forgetting in order to cope with all of the challenges in life. But when we choose to reflect and then remember the good things in the midst of all the hard things that have happened, um, it's always such a meaningful practice. And I always feel like the year feels a little bit more meaningful because we take that time together as a family. Yeah, I love what you said about the forgetting part, right? So much is happening. We need the pause. Mm -hmm. And that reminds me of Emily Freeman's quote where she says, the problem isn't that we aren't learning. The problem is that we forget. Mm. So I think what happens is is we're just going 24-7. Right. And we're consuming a lot and we're never pausing to digest it Mm -hmm. and then also figure out what we have learned. So if we don't take these pauses for reflection, we're not making the most of the opportunities that come our way when we can't reflect back on them. Mm. They just are... They're sort of like passing us by. Mm. So let's just say that we go through the whole... We go through a year, years, not journaling or making note of or highlighting things. Then we turn around and years have passed and we're like, what did we even do? Mm. And what are we doing it for? Right. I know for me, especially in my line of work, I go from like one crisis to the next. And the next thing you know, I look up and it's like the end of the year or like the middle of the year. And I'm like, wait, how did that happen? And what I hear Mm -hmm. you saying is that reflection helps get the control back of the time that feels like it slips away so quickly. Um, But more than that, it's an opportunity to learn and to grow from all of our experiences Mm -hmm. so that we're living life, not just trying to cope and survive and deal with all the problems that come our way. We can actually take some of the control back, some of the slow the time down just a little bit through taking that time to reflect. It lifts us out of reflection, will lift us out of survival Mm. into significance. Mm. Yeah, that's really good. Well, how do you, so how do we how do we do that though? Like life is chaotic. There are hard things. Like what does that look like to take time to reflect? Yeah, so we can do a daily reflection practice, the practice of the examen. Some of you may be familiar with, and that is a daily practice of looking back on your day. Okay, you're asking the questions. Basically, what happened in my day today, and. Where was I present? Where was I not? Oh, what happened at that moment? Mm -hmm. It's such a good reflection Mm -hmm. practice to do that daily. Mm -hmm. And then you can also go on to do this, of course, weekly and monthly. Mm. And it is just about stopping, pausing, Mm -hmm. recognizing the gifts of these days. Yeah. So um, in chaplaincy, we have this... uh, philosophy, action, reflection, action, meaning um, with everything that you do, especially when you're first learning, learning uh, like 
clinical pastoral education, that everything that you do, you take time to reflect, to learn from, and to improve the practice. Um, but it's uh, certainly a philosophy that extends beyond a residency into um, you know, a full-time chaplain role, that you're taking time to reflect, to make meaning, and to improve your practices going forward. And I think, um, for me, reflection is simply looking in the mirror. Um, and instead of just seeing yourself in that reflection, you get to see your soul. And so mm-hmm. um, reflection can be something that we do looking backwards because, you know, a mirror only reflects backwards. It doesn't reflect forwards. Um, but when we look backwards, that's the way that we're able to uh, make sense of where we, we've come from. So we have a better mm-hmm. idea of where we want to go. Excellent. So to sum it all up, we have some celebration and mm-hmm. reflection practices that we're all going to begin to utilize. We hope that this has given you some small steps toward having Thanksgiving mm-hmm. this year instead of just Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And speaking of reflection, we have our annual Review Your Year workshop coming up on December 7th. Mm-hmm. Everyone is invited to this. It is a time of celebration and reflection where we get to look back on this year uh, all that it brought to us. Uh, we talk about our word that we had, and we're also setting an intention. Mm-hmm. So if you are interested in that, please sign up on our website at bewellresourcesla.com, and we'd love to have you. Mm-hmm. To close our time today, Kevin, would you lead us in a Thanksgiving meditation? Yeah, I'd be happy to do that. We're going to start with me asking just a few questions that I'd like you to reflect on. If you want to write your answers down, that'd be great. But if not, you could just call them to mind as well. So the first question is, what are two attributes of God you appreciate most today? The next question, so what's one thing you're celebrating today? The next question, what's one thing you're reflecting on today? And finally, Name three things you're most grateful for today. So this meditation is a fill-in-the-blank blessing. As I read this blessing, reflect on these things that you're grateful for. And when I pause, fill in your own words to complete the blessing. Let's pray. God, thank you for being. Today, I will choose to celebrate. because I see this as a gift from you. 
today I will take time to reflect on because I'd like to remember. I thank you for all the blessings in my life, but today I'm most grateful for these three. The first is, the second is, and finally, and so I conclude by simply saying, Thank you.